How are you doing on this day, honey? Girl, hustling. Speaking of hustlers. (laughs) 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 We all hustling, but ain't nobody hustling like the girl we're talking about today. And it's actually a very special edition of Pani Kapocha because today is the first episode of our segment called Introduce Please. Bad bitches of Pakistan. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. 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 This is going to be a regular thing for us. We're going to talk about, appreciate, bring light to the amazing women of our homeland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, try and give our take on it because I feel like most, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, most of these figures tend to be controversial. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like we were going to give our take on it shed mm-hmm. a new light on the whole situation. Um, so you want to talk about who we're discussing on tonight, Mama? Well, honey, okay. Our first topic is none other than Miss Fauzia Azim, or better known as Miss Kandil Baloch. Let's go. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay, so I want to start this off in like a fun way, okay? Well, right. sure. first of all, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace, girl. Rest in peace, girl. You changed our lives. We're going to be talking about you. We're going to be celebrating your life and everything. Let's start from the beginning, beginning, beginning. What was the first video you ever saw of Kandina? Okay, Okay, girl. Okay, okay. Okay, girl. Here's what had happened. Okay, I feel like she she had a moment before this, but what I first saw was how I'm looking. (laughs) How I'm looking. Marvelous. (laughs) Marvelous. <laughs> Marvelous was also, it was, I <laughs> think I still remember. <laughs> it was so, um, it was, the, it was, uh, I feel like what I expected from her was okay. It was okay when she was saying how I'm looking. But when mm-hmm. the guy stepped in, it was like, I didn't see it in the face. I was like, oh, I feel attacked. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was something very strange about the guy. Yeah. That was the cherry on top. And then she kept asking him, I'm looking. <laughs> she was not satisfied. <laughs> she was not satisfied. My, my first experience with her was, okay, I don't exactly remember what was the first video, but I know like what the first couple of videos was because when I saw one, I was like, okay, let's go all into this. Not, this is not just a one-time thing for me. So I think the first one was Ek to the Chai Pine one. <laughs> that one that was the one thing okay the second thing was uh that one they were so good when i saw them and then there was the one okay and then there were pictures okay some somewhere the videos in the first picture there was a picture of her with a snake and oh, she okay. had the crimped up hair and everything, the red lipstick, and she was holding the snake in her, the snake's head in her hand, and she was, the right. caption under the picture was, whom kiss do you want? Mine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember this, actually. Oh, I forgot for a second. <laughs> I remember the caption more than the kiss the picture. <laughs> whom kiss do you want? <laughs> the snake or me? <laughs> I thought that was just fabulous. That was amazing for me. So what Uh, was your uh, initial reaction? I mean, I have to be honest. It was, I, 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 
it was like, oh my God, look at this girl. Like, she's so crazy. I was making fun of her. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh my God, girl, you're fabulous. It's whatever. I was very like, oh my God, this girl is crazy. Uh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, she's like going to be ridiculed. She's going to be made fun of. And that's what I, yeah. what I thought of her as like a laughing stock is what For I For me, I have to be honest as well. It was, I would say it was completely like looking down on her kind of a thing. In, especially mm-hmm. in the how I'm looking video. It was mm-hmm. like, it was very like, as I felt like it was, it seemed cheap to me. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. it was like, like what people consider cheap, that's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the guys, obviously the guys unfortunately took it that further step in. So, so for me, honestly, during her life, like I gotta be honest, uh, I saw this first video. After the, that video, I found her quite annoying. Like mm-hmm. video. I found it really annoying when people used to share her videos. I found it really annoying. And I've also found this kind of, um, I found it strange that people were so obsessed with her. Like I throughout really? her life. Yeah, I found it really strange because the videos, okay. I found like the, the funniest videos I found funny, right? Mm-hmm. But the other videos, it wasn't as if I was annoyed because of what the videos were necessarily. I was more annoyed that like what is the point here why are people watching it and then abusing her that was during her life that was the thing for me some of the things that i found funny was mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> <The camera. laughs> she was like she was holding her head like i love the, the maria b wala which was the same thing <laughs> That I found funny, I have to say. That was funny. I mean, we've talked about her before and I feel like you always had an impression. Um, you had a lot of opinions about the production value of the oh, sure. videos. Okay, okay, Mama. Mama, let's get into that for Okay, let's get into it for a second. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> My thing with it was, I appreciate, I have to say, there was, I felt lots of emotions. I felt annoyance. I felt, I felt confused. I also felt like I was a little bit like, okay, I was, cheering her on okay, okay I wanted somebody to do these things mm-hmm. and I was like she was gonna do these things why couldn't she have better production value like why couldn't the costumes have been better better lighting better like <laughs> better effects on the on the cell phone so yeah. my so my objections are purely aesthetic which okay. you could you know unpack on its own okay obviously mm-hmm. I think those objections were purely they were like classist yeah I was looking at through a very quote-unquote westernized you I saw her as very pendu mm-hmm. and that at that point in my life I for sure didn't think a, um, I could have appreciation for things that were in my mind pendu mm-hmm. so for me um, I think when I saw her I I was I was very entertained by her like when you said that you were not like for me it was like I was thoroughly entertained with everything that she that she did. I, I watched all the videos she uploaded. I was like, okay, what has she done now? Like, I wanted to consume her media as much as I possibly I mean, could. in all honesty, you were my, you were my gateway. Yeah. You basically told me she did this and then I found out about whatever she did. Because well, I, I was really into it. But I have to admit though, when, when I saw it, especially the, there was this, uh, there was the one video, uh, that uh, in which she talked about the 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 stripping uh, yeah, which she yeah, which I which I thought was vulgar. So uh, my opinion of her was 
that she was vulgar. And I don't know, I mean, I'm saying this in retrospect now, I didn't admit it before because I wanted to be like, oh my God, like whatever, like chill about it. But I did think that she was vulgar. Um, so I don't think it was vulgar. Actually, I thought it was attention seeking, which mm-hmm. for me, um, you know, was mm-hmm. like, as much as actually reality, I am very attention seeking, I think. But for me, it was like, a girl, chill, girl, chill. Okay, <laughs> you can do all that. But it's chill. I knew, I knew about the strip uh, thing because I saw that beautiful bikini. The green one? Yeah, the green one. <laughs> you know, I, I love green. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I, no, I could not deal well. It's like, bikini green. <laughs> it was a vomit green also. Because, <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like bikini is right there was like a drapery thing also na, at the bottom part. <laughs> 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 that was the first thing. And I was like, oh, that's not a look, girl. It's not a chance to tara you know, It's like the chance to tara it's not bada is not appropriate. This is what I felt. host ट <laughs> Egged on by the host, right? I, I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> this was iconic, actually. This was iconic. And I lived for both of them because it was, you know, me girl, I love pettiness. You know, I love <laughs> basically. And they were being they were out pettying each other. <laughs> what what was what was even the conversation? So, I forgot. The conversation was showbiz me Do you need to and what's uh, the view what the host and I feel like what public उट उट Anyway, and she also had bad opinions about all the other actresses yeah, because she yeah. didn't get the chance that they got, and they were obviously uh, resentful of her uh, easier fame. So because... my take on this was, which is which is I think very significant on the whole view on the entire discussion around Kandil, was that Kandil essentially came from a. I mean, obviously, we don't know who on lower socioeconomic uh, backgrounds are there or who on which backgrounds are there, but she was she had not been groomed. 
Mm-hmm. That's the word, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people come from different backgrounds. But obviously, most people don't come from lower socioeconomic backgrounds in Pakistan's mm-hmm. showbiz industry. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people who do, they get groomed. And I feel mm-hmm. like people like Mathira were groomed. Mm-hmm. They were groomed as in they knew what to say. They followed by the system. And they, you know, they could, mm-hmm. they could present an illusion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for me, all of showbiz is an illusion. And for me, mm-hmm. that was the missing element. Was, uh, Unfortunately, production value for me was okay, who can sell the illusion and who can mm-hmm. capture the illusion. Mm-hmm. And over here, Mathira had sold the illusion, but Mathira had already had those moments of or or or, or and, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all those moments. Like, <laughs> 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 so basically, <laughs> so basically, Mathira says, okay, she basically, so what uh, Kandir said was okay, uh, and she said, which is true, that you need to do bure kaam in what she said was nangi photo shoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could argue that that is actually she was speaking the truth there. But what I didn't appreciate was that Kandil was attacking Mathira. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, everybody, even though we're, we're obviously celebrating Kandil here, but nobody's mm. perfect, right? And she did mm. do something wrong by actually blaming someone else and then doing mm. the same thing. But anyway, Mathira comes back with, Mathira mm. comes back with, cheapness, sasti shorat. And it was, it was, and then, you know, let's give please bring me water. I need water. <laughs> remember this? And then, remember, and the way they said that, Cheapness. holding her hair. She's like, please bring me water, water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know the host is living the Chuya Jesse the host. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that is I I can't believe I forgot about it. It was so iconic. But you know what I'm thinking? Um one other thing that I want to talk about female celebrities in general, uh, which was uh, the whole their opinion about uh, their opinion about Kandil Baloch and the difference in um, naming also, because uh, a lot of female celebrities in that time used to go with uh, something that I read online, which was something kind of iconic apparently that Kandil Baloch did, uh, but that a lot of women in film particularly uh, adopted. Um, non-Muslim and singular names. Yeah, singular yeah. names is the thing, yeah. Ma, Resham, uh, Matira. Matira did the same. Um, Noor, Sama, <laughs> like, it was all like single, single, single Seba. names. Seba. <laughs> Let's not forget her. Seba. Huh? Which, it was a Se- because there was a Sama and then there was a Seba. That's how I remember it. Oh, so there's, there's like a Rima and like, There's a Mira and Rima, right? So there's a Sama and Seba. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it was really interesting that Kandil Baloch came in with like a lot of a lot of vulgarity, quote unquote, and uh, a name and a tribal name for that matter. But you actually. see, there was a big difference between all of that vulgarity. But it's not like vulgarity did not exist in Pakistan. This is the big question here, right? Why was what? Why were people talking about it so much? I mean, the I feel like we need to talk about it. Yeah. She was in charge of the vulgarity she presented, which I think mm. is a very important thing in the whole discussion and why people, mm. I think, objected to it as well. Because I feel like mm. if you package something, but the vulgarity, if you package it, the Pakistani public will give it to you. Whether it's 
टाइप गाने की शक्ल में उस पर ऑब्जेक्शन फिर भी होती हैं पर इट्स नेवर the the blaming and the the sort of movement against it and the sort of um i think the the intensity of the emotion is never the same as in mm-hmm. when people have agency over their body agency over their sexuality and they present it in its rawest form right never mm-hmm. without the glamour without the illusion which mm-hmm. like i mean honestly mujhe bhi objection usi baat pe thi na ek tarah se dekha jaye i was like mm-hmm. i was like appreciating the fact ki kari and i felt like hona chahiye aur ye sara kuch Like I had no objection with Krishna Stripes. Yeah, I literally mm. had mm. no objection with the middle in mind. Me, it was vulgar. Not because I just felt. I mean, I just cricket. So, no interest. Not. Let's be real. I'm sure girls the same for you. Let's, I'm just gonna go. I'm not from childhood, bro. I'm from childhood. My heart broke when I was playing. Kandil is more. Kandil is more. Today, you have cried. I also thought I would strip Kandil. One thing that I wanted to mention. when we talk about vulgarity is that uh, you know how they say like if we talk about beauty for example you know there is a conversation between beauty um and it's starting from like the ancient greeks and everything like if i give you a wider context is that you know the greeks used to say that beauty is something that is inside the object and they had all these rules and like you know like symmetry and balance and proportion and everything and then 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 we come to a more modern era where they say okay no beauty is actually in the eyes of the beholder and um, i wanted to bring this to this into the whole thing with vulgarity as well because when when we talk about kandil baloch there is a huge topic about whether kandil baloch herself or vulgarity in general because the comments because when we talk about kandil baloch you can see the the response of uh, the viewer immediately right because she was online there was yeah. comments there was engagement so you you could see the object and the public's response to it almost immediately and the response was interesting because people consumed her like i did all the time and they had bad shit to say about her as well right yeah. and whether or not so the the top conversation that i want to talk about was ki was kandil herself if you bring the whole beauty concept and the vulgarity concept like is vulgarity inside the object or is it something that you're seeing so Actually, i was thinking about this you're yeah. bringing it up is uh, like it's brought the idea back into my head i feel like um one of the things that i think really was a stark uh kya kehna chahiye was this stark jolt in people's head was seeing i think this is something that i've heard often right ke hum kehte hain ke pakistani aurat pe ye suit nahi karti look mm-hmm. there's this idea of beauty that we have which is i think kind of like passed down to us from that kind of glamour on those kinds of bodies mm. that makes sense like if on desi bodies were not used to seeing those looks and i feel like even that that's why it created a bigger response and i feel like wo in in that way i would say ke kyunki vulgarity is so subjective so there is something to do with people's people's opinion of vulgarity on her has something to do with uh her basically mm-hmm. and when i say her i mean her body 
women with taller uh, frames with wider shoulders wearing all of these clothes mm-hmm. and she was she had a very typically pakistani body shape mm-hmm. right mujhe because i used to work in the fashion industry and i remember right. here, you know uh, when i was designing for people when i was a assistant designer right so i had people who were supervising me they would often mm-hmm. comment on my designs that were quote unquote western right ہماری Yeah. And uh, she got a lot of backlash for it. And people said that she was very vulgar. And she brought, and she brought um, the notion that because of her weight and because what she looks like, it was seen as more vulgar. Even um, with, uh, when, when she was on Diddy's um, Sunday service thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Diddy stopped. Uh, she basically stopped Lizzo from twerking. And then later on, a, may, a guy basically twerked in the same mm-hmm. thing. So, mm-hmm. so, so that was exactly like... So that's mm. something, uh, like, the same thing happened to her again. Uh, so, I, I, so that's what I want to say. Maybe things become more, vul- more vulgar because of the look that you have. Yeah. Um, so vulgarity does kind of sit in you. But obviously, it, the viewer is kind of responsible for seeing you as vulgar yeah. based on something else. And so it's I, like, think it's because, I think it's because we haven't had representation of those body shapes. and mm-hmm. those looks that's what i mm-hmm. think is you know hamare ha bhi khair hamare ha obviously we have just get in a bold like i heard hate this word to get bold very obviously going to have a discussion on the word bold also <laughs> but uh, like you know the bold looks hai quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, those those looks tend to be seen on very different kinds of looks like the okay. very model esque look right i said there's one other thing that i think is very interesting and um i feel I like think- she was a drag queen conference and uh, she's very upset and she's like nahi nahi press conference is liye bulaye hai kyunki main mukti kabhi ke khilaf bolna chahti hu aur ye wo and she's wearing a wig girl it's like it's parted from here and then there's yeah. like a bang here it's the same wig girl it's the same really? it's the same it's one the same wig girl <laughs> let me tell you okay ek din jio ke sath this whole bulaye okay first of all live for this i live for this i didn't so it was released i believe after her death actually i think mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was around the it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so the most amazing part is so Hilvaraj comes in through the gate. It's it's mm-hmm. at a farmhouse. Kabil mm-hmm. comes in. Girl, 
she wearing a hard front wig. A hard front wig. For the folks at home who aren't familiar with drag, you know what a hard front wig is? It's the kind of wig that lifts up. Like, you can tell it's a wig. It's like nobody is convinced by that kind of wig. That's the kind of wig she was wearing. And she was wearing heels. Just me. Apne American Idol audition, American Idol, Pakistan Idol audition mm. for me, mm. which were which were too high for her. Okay, mm. so she they were digging so, in the ground and everything. So she's coming mm. and she walks in and then uh, Suhail Varad says hello to her. She comes in for a hug. He he reaches a hand out to shake uh, to shake her hand. She's like, oh, darge, I live for that moment, girl. She's like, <laughs> even in the Ek Din Jio ke saath interview, me bahut ek Suhail Varaj is constantly commenting about vulgarity cameraman he's getting shots while she's exercising of her boobs of, of, of her swimming that's such an odd thing and people who view it don't see it in any way they don't hold Geo or Suhail Varaj who have better knowledge as as somebody who's in an interview, you, have, you don't have a lot of power, obviously. Yeah. Right? People blame Kandil for that as well. In the comments, they also wrote that he did bold and he did I mean, obviously, I can do whatever I want with my body and nobody has to publish it. Right? Mm. People publishing it are equally as responsible if you find mm. something questionable about it, let's say. Remember, later on, as things progressed, you could tell that this girl was getting bigger and bigger and bigger the kind of things that she said she was talking about Imran Khan and his wife who she was talking about his his new wife way before anybody else knew about it by the way yeah she was talking about uh, the burke wali the peerni she was talking about the peerni tab it wasn't even announced that he was married to her the cricket team the mufti kabhi thing like you know because she had some insight because she used to camp outside his house do you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she used to go out and camp out this is amazing also it was the whole video it was amazing have you seen the video she's constantly like Imran Khan <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what it's yeah. about. The meeting is about Imran Khan. Which is also interesting. That's what the discussion was about. Na? And he even Mufti uh, says that and obviously, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. Mm. I, I think Imran Khan is hot. But the mm. thing is, ke, uh, I feel like people's viewers, uh, view of a male sex symbol in our society and a female sex symbol in our society are so different. Mm. Right? Even I feel like Kandir should be commended more because she didn't have a team of makeup artists and stuff behind her. Which is yeah. yeah. She made something go for her. Like, she has something going on for her. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, uh, well, whatever it was. <laughs> She got some, I feel like she got attention. So, so yeah, she, she got it. We don't have to say that we don't have to say that we don't have to say that at that point, I had started to develop some sort of respect for her. Because she had chutzpah. She had the thing, yeah. And I was very like, I was impressed. I started getting impressed by her. I was like, okay, this girl, she's not backing down. Mm. The videos that she would make, she would be like, she would call out 
the great thing about Kandeen was there was a whole call out situation. It was like, it was like she called out the media, she called out the actresses, she called out the politicians, she called out the religious scholars, she called out the public. Everything she said was a call out. And it was like a holding a mirror to society. This is what you are. So when I found out that Kandeen Kuloch had been honor killed, to me, it was like a trigger. Now I was like, this is bullshit. And all of a sudden, a flip switch. I was like, bro, Kandeel, the content was perfect, was very And I think that's, that was a lot of people's response. There were people yeah. that heard about her before that. And all of a sudden, she had the full support of the left. Uh, the far left, even the middle left. So yeah. That was, and I was one of those people like you, like, who were completely ambivalent at that point. I became yeah. It was mm-hmm. annoyance and it was ambivalent. And mm-hmm. then I was like, Joby Banaya, that was amazing. And I and then mm-hmm. I got this I feel like it wasn't just a uh, reaction to that. Then I obviously then you got a new perspective on what she did. Mm-hmm. I was like, this bitch had guts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mary and the being somebody with privilege, obviously. Mm-hmm. Privilege of a certain class and privilege of like obviously being male presenting. Mm. So uh, there was this thing where it was uh, um, almost like it was like okay, main darta hu, basic karne ke. And I feel like there was a lot of things in our life that we were hypocritical about. Mm. And I was like, and I looked at those things through a new lens of okay, she came, she had, did not have those privileges. Nothing. She did not have those privileges, and she did what she wanted to do, and she mm. wasn't apologetic about those. That's the thing that I found the, the most amazing. This is for her behavior. She saw her behavior for what it was, which is mm. what I feel like people don't do that in Pakistan. Mm. People do all kinds of shit, uh, and then they don't. They make excuses for it. Um, and obviously, she became like an icon for everybody. But obviously, it was really sad. I was. I have to admit, I was actually very sad because, to a certain extent, I saw somebody so different coming from absolutely nothing, absolutely win at life almost. Like she was calling everybody out for all their bullshit. And I would sit on that couch, obviously, shit on myself, be like, I would never have the guts to do this. And uh, when she did it, I was, and then obviously when she died, I was like, to me, it bothered me a lot because I was like, okay, there is no hope. You know, like, end me for death. But why do you think Kandir was so amazing? Like we can took it, we can take a deeper look at it, but we can look at it in a fun way. But why why do you think she was a bad bitch? For why me, she got props why are you why, what are you giving her props for? The call-outs, eh? The call-outs were very, very important. I feel like nobody had done them in such... Nobody that had so little power had, in, in like the course of two years, gotten so much power that they were able to be in a position where they could call everyone out so publicly. Yeah. She yeah. went into the system and she didn't back down. She kept on fighting. And the, the, the cool thing is that she attacked the people first. She, it's not like she... Yeah. She attacked the people first. This is what you guys are like. And I and feel I like the call out for me was more like an exposing thing. Mm-hmm. It was an exposition almost, mm-hmm. right? Huh. Yeah, there was absolutely. And the, that, but that was the cool thing about her. Now she was like, she was not afraid to talk to the people. Like, you know, like, I remember uh, Karina Kapoor, who was a movie, she had a dialogue. Tha. 
which was like, oh my God, the flag bearer for heroines everywhere, female actresses everywhere. Do you remember that dialogue? Yeah. All that thing. But Kandil Baloch had, Kandil Baloch uh, was, was bringing to light this whole thing by just being herself, the hypocrisy of the people and how, and how the, the female uh, entertainer is consumed. Uh, yeah. She, ideally, the thing is that she brought to light a lot of things about entertainment because mm-hmm. she essentially wanted to be a female. She wanted to be an entertainer. She wanted to be a model. She wanted to be an actress. And so the the kind of trouble that she saw, she brought those things to light. consume female entertainers? The the diva thing, the the slut thing, the name thing. She brought all of these things to light. Also, the politician and religious scholars thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. How, how they consume and I think that's very really significant because I feel like morality you know there's this interesting thought that uh, in Victorian England morality was specifically for the service sector mm-hmm. so I feel like in Pakistan be morality in this way on the surface is for everybody you know these prohibitions like if it's alcohol of its sexual behavior um, is all it's like it's generally obviously it's legally it's for everybody but mm-hmm. what in turn happens is that People in power and people with money, obviously, they're able to access all of these things. It's just, it's not like these things don't happen. And those are the people who have the ability to change these things also, right? Yeah. They've made this issue, the issue of the masses on purpose. A, because obviously then, I believe, you know, these are real concerns. Like morality, morality. Mm. basically sexual, uh, sexual morality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they consider sexual sexual Mm -hmm. deviancy. Or like, you know, prohibitions on alcohol, for example, or anything like that. They feel like wo, unke liye they created a bigger, create a bigger issue of it. Uh, they create it as a bigger issue because they don't want them to fight for their economic rights. Mm. Right? Mm. They, they, they can only, I mean, obviously your attention can be focused on one thing, right? And people Bandi. who are in power, they have, they, they enjoy all these things, right? Whatever they want to do, they can do these things, especially mm. men in power. They have, the ability to consume anything. Consumption, unke, unke consumption pe koi paabandi nahi hai. Ye cheeze mm. exist to karti hai. They just become more expensive. Mm. Right? That's what happens here. And I feel like us, what's so significant about her is the fact that she came from a lower socioeconomic class and it shows the power, the power of the internet where mm. she was able to create something for herself without any uh, support. And uh, that's one of the things that the internet has done for a lot of marginalized communities in Pakistan. Provided, provided these people a platform, which is why, to me, not only is she an icon in general, but she's also a huge queer icon because she almost paved the way for a lot of marginalized community to start coming into uh, the internet space of Pakistan. Because before that, it was a West lovely, if you remember. There was the Avest Lovely. They were all mostly men on the internet as well. Avest Lovely was also ridiculed. But he took up space um, when it came to like local, like a um, like a like a very local internet celebrity that was Avest Lovely, for example. Um, there was Tahish Shah, who, I don't know, straight man, whatever. Let's, we can discuss that later. <laughs> but, 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 but obviously then Kandeep Baloch came and then now you have Nasir Khan Jaan, you have yeah. like so many other girls. And you have Noman the legend. Noman Khan the legend. <laughs> and now when you see TikTok, there is like yeah. so many gender non-conforming, so many trans women, so many trans men, so many gay men. 
don't know about gay. We can talk about that later. But there's a lot of like there's a lot of uh, gender expression, lots of different yeah. gender expression that's come into. Then I think Kandil has a huge role to play in it uh, because she created. She created. I I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how to phrase this properly. But her her actions and her death and the the people's guilt to her death has now created a space for more queer for more women uh, and for for more gender queer or for like cisgender women or whatever to come into the internet space because now people i, I think a little bit more careful about the kind of stuff that they say and how how much they propagate um, I think whenever somebody pushes the envelope, this is what I always believe. That's why I feel like I, as an artist, always really try and push in the envelope because I feel like Hamesha, I've noticed this because I've seen a lot of backlash with mm-hmm. things that I do. I feel like then what happens is that if I push a push in the envelope, the next person will be a little easier, I believe, easier, to do the normal thing. And I feel like it, it kind of makes it more, like it makes... Uh, it creates more space because the envelope push will get somebody to do something relatively not as extreme is somewhat more acceptable, I believe. Mm-hmm. That happens. I think that's what you're... That is exactly, that, that is what I'm saying. That she did, she, like you said, you reviewed the right turn, that she pushed the envelope for people and now it's, that's why to me, the look, the confidence, the chutzpah, yeah, yeah. any... That's why I think when we were talking about, you know, seeing these clothes and seeing such behavior on this body was significant. I feel like that's why that's why I think it was really significant because she did this. It makes it more like I feel like for the viewing public, the next person doing it won't be that much of a shock, mm. and it'll be much more acceptable. As to do something even like Hamariha, basically, generally, I feel like bodies the bodies are such an uncomfortable topic mm. in our country. And we're so obsessed with bodies at the same time, right? <laughs> We are obsessed with bodies and we're so completely made uncomfortable by them and it's such a touchy subject. So I feel like that's why she was really significant because she kind of brought that to the mainstream. Also for me, I mean, I have to be honest, anytime there is femininity and bravery hand in hand, to yeah. me, it's to me, it's amazing. Like. Women, I think, are generally brave people anyway. But for me, anytime it's like femininity and bravery, to me, that's a queer icon. <laughs> to me, that's for like, me, I, I'm listen. always inspired by brave women. Uh, yeah. they, they have a huge space in queer culture, uh, I think. So, Kandil was obviously a very brave woman. Uh, and I think she's a bad bitch because of that. Girl, she was camp. <laughs> Don't tiptoe around the answer. The thing is that what you had told them is what you do is camp. So do you think that you did deliver that today? That's the question. I saw the fishness and they were ripped. <laughs> Girl, we gotta, talk about, we gotta talk about Miss Candil's camp value. Have you got it? It was a lot, a lot of camp value. I mean, what we've discussed about camp is that there are two types of camp. Right? There's a camp where... <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like two types. Okay, ek, ek is like a deliberate camp where you mm-hmm. think that your look is bad on purpose, and you know you're just conscious. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the naive camp, which is actually mm-hmm. camp where what you think is that you are serving glamour. And so I, for so for me, I think. What do you think? I feel like she was at one point. It was naive, but it became conscious. 
I truly, truly think that she was naive camp. This, 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 this. <laughs> it just goes with your fantasy, girl. <laughs> it goes with my fantasy. Also, the thing is, okay, complication starts because, okay, you might, for her, maybe that was high glamour, right? But like, who decides, mm. who decides, at what point does it become camp? Like, for me, it was camp from the get-go. Because I think it's the fact is that we need to mention how extra it was, right? It was extra <laughs> and exaggerated. Everything was heightened. Everything was heightened. It was it was not a level two. It was always at a level eleven <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> like the image of the home kiss, do you want to smell the look? Was like, <laughs> it was not a glamorous thing for me. <laughs> Even the Pakistan Idol audition, which Rory has given was high cam girl, the drama of it, the crying, the tears. But for me, I feel like even in that, there's something so I don't know, beautiful or touching to me because I think you have to understand the origins of camp, right? And why this is so important. Mm-hmm. I think a camp, because it, it it has obviously queer origins, right? Even in our even in our context, even in the South Asian context, it does have a queer origin with the hijra community. But camp is basically to me the thing is that camp may ek bada necessary element hota hai, there's something missing that society has rejected you. Society has told you that what you are is not beautiful. Right? Mm. And your standards, you don't follow the standards of respectability. You don't follow the very conventional standards of what aesthetics are. You know, the sensibility does not fall under you. And you basically, what you do with that is use, you're like, basically, you're in a way, you're like, fuck it. Mm. I don't care about sensibilities. I don't care about that. Instead of relying on what's, you know, quote unquote, beautiful, you rely on stylists you know, styling thing and stylization and you rely on this. I feel like, I call it feeling the fantasy. And I feel like <laughs> yeah. if it's not there, even if something's not there, you feel the fantasy and then people go feel the fantasy for you. <laughs> you bring the fantasy. Huh? You're like, okay, I might not have this, but look at me. Like, look at all this. Look at my green bikini. Look at my eyeliner. Look at my contact lenses. Look at my crimped up hair. Like A big part of it is look at me now. So... <laughs> <laughs> A big part of it is look at me. What so what lesson has she taught you? How to be a bad bitch, girl? What was the bad bitch lesson here? The bad bitch lesson for me. Girl, there's just too many. The one was like, don't think that just because your circumstances are, don't allow you certain things doesn't mean that you, it'll never happen. Hmm. You know? The, Keep going, keep pushing, don't listen to the haters, don't think your circumstances define your future, your present day or your past defines your future. I think that for me was like very important. That's why she's a bad bitch for me. Uh, for, hyper- me for me, I think she had a great sense of self. It wasn't as if she didn't think, but it's for she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, is really significant. It wasn't like, uh, obviously, because she did, but she did what she did. No? It wasn't a producer or a director shooting her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, kind of, um, uh, you know, something became of that. It was truly, she held a camera in her hand and she did whatever she did to reach the status that she did. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she had a great sense of self and she was never affected by, you don't, I feel like if, but she, she treated the haters as traffic in her head. Mm-hmm. And it, like she it didn't, it never stopped her from going her journey mm-hmm. throughout the whole, this whole thing. Whatever came her way, whether it was Mufti Kavi or Jobi Tha, any circumstance, even after I feel like all of that was happening, she, she still kept going and she still mm-hmm. kept that energy and she had an idea that mm-hmm. People though try to remind her 
कि तुम ये हो तुम वो हो तीनों तुम्हारी तुम तो फौजिया असलम हो